five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
טוב, עולם קורא לי. עוד יום בחיים שלי התריל.
Thank <laughs> you. 
Shachrit. Get up. There's no mitzvah to be late, you know. Come on, get up now. Here we go.
Sham in the AM, Tuesday morning on this 9th of June, the 17th of Sivan. Good morning, everybody. 26 minutes before 7 o'clock. Uh, Aspak Laria with Nachamu. You heard Modaani done by uh, the Weiner Brothers, Yitzi Spinner, Gavriel Tumbach, and Effie Green. Bashir, that was Benny Friedman, Eli Schwabel's Noda Lachan from Regesh. Modaani opening things up. And we say good morning. 66 degrees, sunshine, and a high of 89. Tonight, clear and a low 70. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high 82 degrees. 83 right now in Yerushalayim. We're at 66 here. In the New York City, as we say good morning at JM and AM. I want to thank, we walked in this morning to a lot of amazing donations for our fundraiser. I'll try to read some of these letters later on. Uh, thank you to everybody who's been donating. Um, and giving us a chance to just keep on going. Much appreciated, to say the least. Uh, you can go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. And you can uh, also go to, uh, or you can also uh, just send us a check made payable to the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting and send it to, <coughs> excuse me, Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 1002. Again, that's uh, Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, 551 Grand Street, New York City, 1002. And we thank you for that. Um, and a big thank you to everybody who's been helping us out so far during our 2020 fundraiser. Big day today here. Gedalia Zlato, it's always exciting when he vis- when he visits. Uh, he'll be on via Zoom. Um, he's got big news from Art Scroll. It's as simple as that. And you know we talk about Art Scroll news every single day. But this is big enough for him to join us and uh, go through a whole bunch of stuff with us. So we'll do that coming up here at the JM and the AM. And then um, uh, Rachel Berger, no doubt one of the busiest people on planet Earth at the moment, in charge of employment at uh, Nefesh Benefesh. And if there's uh, one thing that has spiked during the corona situation, it's the Nefesh Benefesh applications. We'll speak to her about the job market in Israel coming up here at JM and the AM. So a lot going on, that's for sure. Hope you're doing well. Thanks for joining us, everybody. I appreciate those of you who are tuned in from around the world. Uh, I want to thank those who comment on our app. If you want to comment on the app, go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Listener Yitzhak wants to know the phone number for our listen line, the phone number for our listen line. We haven't given out the, this number in a while. If you know somebody that would love this show and all they have is a regular phone, they could actually call in and listen. Uh, do it for a few minutes a day. Do it uh, during a segment that they want to hear every single day. Whatever the, uh, the question, whatever the uh, situation might be, <laughs> uh, the the um, the phone number, the listen line phone number is 605-562-4400. Again, that's 605-562-4400. And uh, we welcome those who well, we welcome those who want to listen with any method that they could possibly listen, but certainly uh, if you want to tune in via uh, the telephone line, that's fine with us. That's for sure. Uh, JM in the AM, 22 minutes before the hour with Omek Hadavar.
J.M. in the A.M. Joey Newcomb. Song entitled Take Us Back. Mayim Robin before that with Derek Achim. You heard Eitan Katz and Shavosenu. That's brand new. Omek Hadavar had both Hariu and Makor Chaim here at J.M. in the A.M. 66 degrees, sunshine with a high temperature of 89. It's a Tuesday here at JMNAM. We'll do an in-depth discussion coming up with uh, Gedalia Zlotowicz of uh, Artscroll. He'll be with us, and there's some big news from Artscroll for those of you who are 
Looking for amazing bargains on incredible works? This is the uh, week and the month that you should be tuned in and listening carefully to the announcements we're going to make. News from Israel next. ברגע העיכוב הנוסף בפתיחת הרכבת, סגן שר התחבורה אורי מקלב טוען אצל אמיר איבגי, ההחלטה לא מוצדקת, נוצר עומס באוטובוסים. אי אפשר לדרוש שמערכת החינוך בכל יעבוד, והתחבורה הציבורית לא תעבוד. אנשים תלויים ברכבת, אי אפשר להגיע למקומות עבודה על זה. ההשלכות הן השלכות פוגעניות מאוד, גם כלפי הפרט, גם כלפי הנוסעים. אתה רואה שבתוך המערכת הזאת יש שיקולים שהם לא דווקא רפואיים. יושב ראש האופוזיציה יאיר לפיד תוקף את שר הביטחון גנץ בעקבות בקשתו מבג"ץ לדחות בשלושה חודשים את מועד יישום חוק הגיוס. בדף הטוויטר שלו כתב לפיד, מעציב מאוד לראות רמטכ"ל לשעבר מבקש מהמדינה זמן כדי לנסות להסביר למה הוא נכנע לדרישות החרדים. השוויון בנטל ייקבר קבורת חמור. רק הפראיירים ימשיכו לשרת, וכל זה בחסות שר הביטחון גנץ ושר החוץ אשכנזי. צעיר נוסף החשוד במעורבות בניסיון השוד בבסיס צאלים, הסגיר עצמו לידי המשטרה ונחקר בשעה זו. כתבנו רמי שני. האיש בן 25 היה במקום מבלי לקחת חלק פעיל בניסיון השוד. במשטרה סבורים כי הלחץ המופעל על המעורבים במעשה באמצעות הגברת נוכחות באזור וכן פעילות חקירה ואיסוף מודיעין גרם כבר לשניים להגיע ולהסגיר את עצמם. וכתבנו רמי שני מעדכן עכשיו שכעת נעצר חשוד שלישי. מנכ"ל בנק ישראל חזי קלו פורש מתפקידו אחרי 12 שנה, כתבנו לענייני כלכלה ניתאי הנבי. קלו מונה לתפקיד על ידי הנגיד לשעבר סטנלי פישר, הוא כיהן כממונה על מספר חטיבות ומחלקות בבנק, והיה שותף להקמת מאגר נתוני האשראי ולהנפקת סדרת השטרות החדשה. נגיד בנק ישראל אמיר ירון הקים ועדת איתור לתפקיד המנכ״ל בצל גל פרישות בצמרת בנק ישראל בחודשים האחרונים. איגוד לשכות המסחר פנה ליושב ראש מרכז השלטון המקומי בעקבות התלונות הרבות של בתי עסק על האכיפה של תקנות שעת החירום. מביאה את הפרטים כתבתנו ליה ספילקין. יושב ראש האיגוד אוריאל לין ציין במכתבו ליושב ראש המרכז לשלטון המקומי חיים ביבס כי התקבלו תלונות רבות ממעסיקים על אכיפה שגויה מצד הפקחים. באיגוד מבקשים להבהיר לעיריות את התקנות ולהימנע מחלוקת קנסות מיותרים. נזכיר שבגלי צה"ל פרסמנו בשבוע האחרון עשרות עדויות של בעלי עסקים בתל אביב שנקנסו ללא אזהרה. מזג האוויר, נוח. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
J.M. in the A.M. shall shell us with um, Meheira here at J.M. in the A.M. Matt Dub before that with uh, Olam Chesed Yibaneh. That's an understatement. Olam Chesed Yibaneh. Uh, J.M. in the A.M. with a reminder that uh, this portion of NSN programming is brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman, delicious kosher hot dogs, deli. And the sausage is the world's best. Check out, especially as you uh, consider what to get for all the dads and grads during the month of June. Uh, check out the uh, website, kosherdogs.net. Again, that's kosherdogs.net. 10% discount when you use promo code radio. So there are many people who are uh, anxiously awaiting their Father's Day or graduation gift. <laughs> and they wouldn't mind if it came from kosherdogs.net with a 10% discount if you use promo code radio. You have to trust me on this. I know. <laughs> I know there are a lot of people who would greatly appreciate it. Believe you me. <laughs> uh, Tuesday morning, JM and the AM, 66 degrees, sunshine. Uh, Gedalia Zlatowicz coming up. We'll talk about the uh, big news from Art Scroll. And there is, in fact, big news that he will share with us and will share with the world. Um, uh, Rachel Berger is going to join us just about 20 minutes from now from the employment uh, department of Anefesh Benefesh. 
51 Olim landed this morning as part of a Nefesh Benefesh group Aliyah flight in cooperation with the Ministry of Aliyah and Integration, the Jewish Agency, Karen Kayemet, and JNF USA. The flight follows a record-breaking month in Aliyah, with May 2020 showing a 100% increase in North American interest in Aliyah compared to numbers from May of 2019. April showed a 50% compared to last April. May is the highest recorded month of Aliyah application that Nefesh Benefesh has experienced in 18 years since its founding. Wow. In May, nearly 800 families and singles submitted online applications out of a total of 1,007 Aliyah applications which were downloaded and started since the beginning of the month. In comparison, last May was 424. Average age of May's applicants... 28 years old. About two-thirds of the submitted applications were for an expected Aliyah date this year in 2020. Oh, gosh. All right, we'll speak to Rachel coming up. Unbelievable. Unbelievable news, I'll tell you. So we'll speak to her coming up from her office in uh, Jerusalem. If you keep, I think she's in Jerusalem today. If you keep it here at JM and the AM. Uh, quarter after 7 o'clock with Yishai Rebo. Thank 
J.M. in the A.M. Shlaimi Gertner. Tuesday morning broadcast. That's Mehera. Halev Shali done by Mordechai Shapiro. You heard Yishai Rebo in there with uh, Keter Melucha. Uh, we'll speak to Rachel Berger coming up from Nefesh Benefesh later on. Or by Gedalia Zlotowicz, president of Art Scroll. That one, the second one, will be on Facebook Live. You'll be able to go to facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network and check out that conversation. Um, that's all coming up. A reminder, as Rabbi Goldwasser is about to speak, or Rabbi Goldwasser has mentioned on more than one occasion, in fact, on more than 100 loca- uh, <laughs> occasions, that um, supporting the work of JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network is literally something that you could uh, support with your Meister money, with money you set aside for charity because of the organizations and the community that we uh, support and the uh, incredible work that's done on a regular basis here, 24 hours a day, uh, to really give a sense of community and unity and to support great causes and promote great causes. So I would hope that uh, everybody out there would respond accordingly. If you haven't yet participated in Fundraiser 2020, please do so. Uh, go to uh, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and make a generous donation. I thank you so, so very much, fjbunity.org. Also, you could just send in a check if you wish. A lot of people did that yesterday. We had a, really, uh, a whole bunch of great donations yesterday with some wonderful notes, by the way. Um, Dear Nachum, your radio programs are terrific. I especially appreciate JMDM with Rayudin's Divrei Torah on the Parsha each week on Erev Shabbos and Erev Yontif. And Malcolm Homeline's updates are excellent. Stay well and closes the donation. Thank you to listener Nava for that. Um, this one came from uh, somebody in, in in Richmond Hill, New York. Thank you, Nachum, and the whole team. Uh, we appreciate all you do for us and the Jewish people. Um, Nachum, keep up the good work. We enjoy listening to your program. Best wishes. That came from listener Helene. Um, Want to thank listeners Judy and Ari. Also, their donation was got, was received yesterday. So thank you very much to everybody who's really been responding. Uh, again, you can go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. And um, uh, feel free to just use our address. You can literally uh, make a check payable to Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 1002. Again, that's Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting. 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 1002, and we thank you. Rachel Berger coming up from Nefesh Benefesh, or by David Goldwasser's words, Echenishmas Arav Zebin of Alevi, and Echenishmas Esther Basrabis of Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We read in the Mishnah, Marben Nechasim Marbedaiga, a person that has a lot of property will have a lot of daigas, concerns, and worries. The Noda Yehuda comments, Mishyeshlomana, a person that has 100, Rotsa Mosayim, he already wants 200. If he already has 200, he wants 400. It also says that a person doesn't leave this world, and even half of their monetary desires will they have in their hands. Because of this, the Mishnah says, the more that they seek to amass wealth, the more worry and concern they will have. 
the great Sadiq Rebbe Leo Lopian once went to a huge gvir, a very wealthy man, to ask for money. However, as much as the person was wealthy, he was also a very big kamtsan, a miser. The wealthy person was already an elderly man, and he said to Rebbe Leo, when I was young, people used to tell me that if I give a lot of tzedakah and I do a lot of chesed with my money, that Hashem is going to help me and I'm going to be wealthy. I didn't pay much attention to them, and I saved all my money from my old age. Now I have proven my point, because if I would have given tzedakah, what would I have now? Rebbe Leo answered him, What you're telling me is comparable to a person who has two options to choose for his livelihood. Either he can be a refiner of gold or he can be a blacksmith. He weighs his options and decides to become the blacksmith, even though refining gold would be much more profitable. After many years, he brags to his friends. He says, you see how right I was to choose to be a blacksmith? I stand all day. There is a continuous, unending flow of people coming in with things to fix. If I would have been a gold refiner, I would have died from starvation. Rebelio said to him, After you choose one derech, you bring me evidence that the other way is not right. If you would have been involved in charity and stuck in chesed from your youth, it could be that today your wealth would be kefal kiflayim, would be double. Rebelio said, This is the nature of those that desire great wealth. It confuses the mind of a person and corrupts the seichel. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day. JM in the AM. Well, for those of you who missed my uh, announcement earlier, let me read it one more time before we introduce Rachel Berger. It is cause to celebrate. Not much, uh, <laughs> not many causes to celebrate over the last couple of months. Uh, but this is a cause to celebrate. 51 Olim landed this morning as part of a Nefesh Benefesh group Aliyah flight uh, in Israel. The flight follows a record-breaking month in Aliyah, with May of 2020 showing a 100% increase in North American interest in Aliyah compared to last May. April was a 50% increase compared to last April. May is the highest recorded month of Aliyah application that Nefesh Benefesh has experienced in the 18 years since its founding. In May, 800 families and singles submitted online applications out of a total of 1,007 that were downloaded. In comparison, 424 last May. The average age of May's applicants, and this may really be the reason to celebrate, the average age of May's applicants, 28 years old. About two-thirds of these submitted applications were for an expected Aliyah date in 2020, in the next six months which is unbelievable. Rachel Berger is Director of Employment for Nefesh Benefesh. She's uh, spoken to us before about uh, the unique um, uh, vantage point that she has when it comes to Aliyah. I'm sure this month has been quite interesting from her vantage point. Rachel Berger, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. A pleasure. Uh, Does all of this that I just read and reported mean a lot of extra work for you now, or the extra work is coming down the road? I would say both. I've had uh, more than, you know, I would say every single week we have 
hundreds of phone calls with people who are exploring their aliyah and want to know whether it's now or down the road uh, what their employment options are going to be. And many of them also are talking about bringing their jobs with them because the whole world of employment has changed with COVID. Right. Um, if they do bring their jobs with them, do they um, do they still speak with you or your staff at some point, or they literally can can you know seamlessly just start working from Israel? So many of them just start working from Israel. Uh, they may check in to discuss if they're freelancers uh, getting additional work, and some people always check in because they want to know what their options would be if their current situation is terminated and they need to have another plan once they're here. But many of them bring their job and just keep or keep their job. They just right. keep their job. They continue working. Now, I always get this wrong every time I every time there's a historical blip that occurs, uh, some major change uh, in the last 18 years. I get it wrong and say it's going to affect in a downward way the number of Olim and the number of people who are interested in Aliyah. Your boss always gets it right and feels and feels correctly that these the blips always go the other way. Uh, with the arrow pointing up. Did any of this surprise you? Were you, I don't know, taken aback by the fact that that COVID and the situation now in North America would lead to the numbers you're seeing? I think COVID has really um, impacted the way people think. Let's remember, it's you know, when was the last time there was an international pandemic right. 100 years ago? Right. So I think people reflect about what the, these are at least the conversations I have. People reflect about what it is they really want to do. And if this is something that they want to do, they want to make Aliyah. So now has never been a better time, especially in light of the fact that Israel has seemed to manage this pandemic. And obviously, you know, the fact that you don't have to worry about um, health coverage and whatnot. So people have been really knocking on our doors and wanting to discuss what their options are, how to build a life here. It's been very interesting and very welcoming. We're very excited to help. Rachel Berger with us, Nefesh Benefesh, Director of Employment. And aside from the health care, of course, the tuition bill is also one of those uh, major factors. Um, so we, we suspected, like every country on the globe, uh, that Israel would suffer somewhat, even though, again, the way you described it is accurate in terms of the way things were handled and the differences, you know, the obvious differences uh, geographically, et cetera, uh, with them in the United States and other countries. Um, but nonetheless, we still suspected that the Israeli job market, like so many others, you know, w- would suffer somewhat. Now, have you felt any of that? Has that hindered you and your staff's ability uh, to to find jobs for people? In, in general, is this simply one of those downward turn turns in employment in Israel and the job market's not as strong as you'd like? So that's a wonderful question. I'll tell you, if you go back to February, in February, it was an incredibly strong market, and the demand for employees was so high that it was really an employee market. And subsequently, because of people that were let go, uh, you know, the market has changed. But, But I will tell you, and you can see the numbers on our job board, we're posting about 100 new jobs every single week targeting English language professionals. And uh, the need for English language professionals in marketing and writing and communication 
is consistent. People are having Zoom interviews. People are having real-time interviews, like in person, and people are getting jobs. They really are. Um, I thought it would get a bigger hit than than it is. I think there are a couple of factors. One factor is that uh, the large companies are still recruiting. But there's something else that's going on in Israel that, um, especially in the tech center, uh, there is a lot of infusion of funds from the government, and the government keeps that engine running. So it's also the fact that people have business. It's also the fact that there are large companies in Israel, Amazon, Facebook, Google, that are recruiting, checkmark, I mean, like a lot of companies. And it's also the fact that uh, anybody can go and look on uh, the Israeli government websites to see the support the Israeli government gives to companies. Mm. Is that job board uh, easily accessible on the NBN website? It is. It's at www.nbn.org.il slash job board. And you are welcome. Everybody is welcome to peruse it. You get to have a sense of just what is going on in the market for English language professionals. Rachel Berger is with us. Uh, you've filled in the blanks for us in the past. I've said, you know, uh, you know, what is the best, uh, or I, I would say it differently. You know, if you're in this industry, now's the time to come. And you've filled it in the past. If you're a doctor, now's a very good time. If you're a nurse, now's a good time. Is, is if you're in the tech industry the only answer now, or are there other ways you would fill in that blank? say every professional, every if you're a nurse, it's a good time to come. If you're a doctor, it's a good time to come. If you're a PT, it's a good time to come. If you're a social worker, it's a good time to come. I mean, really, you know, I would say that every industry is searching. It's just a different, we love it when it's, you know, an employee type of, uh, of economy, when the employee can just have such choice of five, six, seven roles because they're so in demand. And now it's regular, I don't want to say regular economy, so the economy obviously has taken a hit. Right. You just have to be on top of your game. I'm coaching tons of people. If you're on top of your game, you're getting offers. You're getting offers, and people who talk to me will say to me, I want a specific offer. And I'll bounce back and say, are you sure in this economy you're going to hold out for this specific offer? And they'll say, yeah, I am. I'm like, well, okay, more power to you. Right. Maybe you know something I don't know. You know, yeah. but people are getting offers. Years that's, that's really important. Years ago, we spoke about commuters, people who literally lived in Israel, but were, you know, in the U.S. 10 days out of the month, two weeks out of the month, you know, whatever it happened to have been, two days a week, whatever it was. Uh, now, of course, uh, it, it, it has become more obvious because of what we're going through here that there, there would be less commuting necessary in many of these professions because, again, people now are proving they can you know, be, be whatever number of miles away and, and still do their job. Uh, is that, is that um, handful of people that were, uh, that were commuting at that time now going to increase like crazy, or do you think that the only thing that's really going to increase in terms of those who keep American jobs is that other category of people who are working remotely and almost never will have to travel to the U.S. I, I think that the remote workplace is going to boom. I've been on a number of international webinars, not only Israel-based webinars, I, and I'm not the only one saying it. I mean, the big, big companies are saying, please don't come back. And if you look at Business Insider, Forbes, it, this is going to impact, I believe, 
the way we work. And I think it's going to impact Olim and Aliyah because people can not only bring their job with them, they can get their next job with them. Right. On one hand, there's the side of looking at, you know, the Israel economy and saying, hey, what do I offer and how can I find a job? On the other side, there's let me have the whole world at my fingertips. And something that was probably happening anyways in the digital age, because we're in the digital age, something that was happening anyways was the concept of remote work. And it was getting more uh, accepted. But now with COVID, people say, wow, this is a real solution. And people love working from home. Not everybody, obviously. But you read articles about it. And I think that if people have good services to offer and good skills to offer, then they can bring a job that with them and they can uh, commute easily. The, on these webinars that you mentioned you're part of, I mean, do they ever discuss, do the bosses ever discuss how difficult it could be to monitor the work of those who are working remotely? Or essentially, you know, it's all about the bottom line. If the job gets done, they don't care how it gets done. So, first of all, there's software today that monitors how your workers are, are working. And second of all, um, there is a ton of business being done now uh, dealing with teamwork and managers and managers who manage their workers that are remote. There are startups that are working in this field as well. So since this is something that's happening, uh, you know, the industry knows how to find the tools it needs to make it happen. Is the Nefesh Benefesh building still going to exist or is everyone going to be asked to work from home? Actually, we are working in the Nefesh Benefesh building uh, because we have a lot of collaborative meetings that are in person that we need to take care of and and meet with each other. Uh, But sure, there's also people who are uh, working from home as well. I I think that this whole um, experience that we as humanity is experiencing now uh, is going to have a great impact. I mean, I think it's going to leave a a certain impact on uh, the way the way we run our life, and I think it's a huge opportunity for people who want to make Aliyah. By the way, and there's a reason why I'm reading it, you'll see in a second, but let me just mention that today's Aliyah group, only 51 people, I say only because of what I'm about to say, nonetheless, the group uh, moved to Jerusalem, Tel Aviv, Renana Bat Yam, Petach Tikva Be'er Sheva, Ramat HaSharon B'nei Brak, Yavne Karmiel, Katsrin Kirat Chaim, Mazkeret Batya, Meitar, Netanya, Netivot, and Pardes Chana. My point being, that these 51 people, you know, now now are representing all these different communities in Israel. Again, it's not only an issue of working remotely and therefore I could leave the U.S. and move to Israel. It's an issue of working remotely. Now I could live anywhere I want in Israel. How many people? Yeah. How many people are tethered to? I I need good commute to Tel Aviv. I need good commute to Jerusalem, etc. Now, literally, the entire country, you know, beckons. Not right. Exactly. And not only that, that also means that whatever your budget is for real estate, flips yeah. it up. That also means that if we have people going to many, many different areas, you start to make the English language book club. You start to make the program that, you know, allows you to have community and continuous community in addition to your new Israeli community. Pretty amazing. No, I think it's going to have a profound effect. Pretty amazing, I'll tell you. The numbers are just remarkable. I wonder what June's going to look like. You have any indication, by the way, about the first nine days in June if this trend is continuing, or are you not sure? We're not sure. Look, the indication is that every every day 
we are getting more and more and more uh, applications for Aliyah every single day. And it's from every area because, again, excuse me for reading, but, again, this group that landed today from New York, Florida, New Jersey, Texas, Wisconsin, California, Illinois, Indiana, Massachusetts, Ohio, Oregon, Rhode Island, and South Carolina. Pretty amazing. Uh, all right, best resources. Uh, you mentioned earlier the uh, nbn.org.il slash job board. What else should people know who are looking to turn people to? People should write us employment at nbn.org.il. We are so happy to answer your questions, get you started, get you thinking uh, in any way that we can help. And, of course, one eight six six number that you advertise all the time. Call us. We're here for you. Even if it's just to explore your options, just to have that original initial conversation to see what your possibilities are, that's why we're here. We're here to help you make your Aliyah happen. Yeah, and boy, you helped a lot of people, that's for sure. Uh, nbn.org.il, 8664-ALIYAH, nbn.org.il, 8664-ALIYAH, Rachel Berger and her staff, employment at nbn.org.il, employment at nbn.org.il. Rachel, always a pleasure. Great to hear the uh, incredible optimism as we continue forward and hope that more and more people move from North America to the state of Israel. A pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. A pleasure. Thanks so much for joining us. Rachel Berger, employment at nbn.org.il. Explore, everybody. Explore. JM in the AM at 10 minutes before 8 o'clock. Rebecca Dahlia's Lotowitz coming up and more at JM in the AM. Yaldi habet Oh, 
J.M. in the A.M. Yisrael Werdiger wrapping up the hour. 
name of the selection is Moshiach. J.M. and the A.M. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio around the world, the web, and NahumSiegel.com and the NahumSiegel Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Uh, we're just setting up, literally, a uh, last-second setup here of our Facebook Live so that you could actually go to Facebook.com. Again, that's Facebook.com uh, slash NahumSiegel Network and see the conversation taking place between me and Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowicz. we got big news, lots of big news from Art Scroll, including some uh, literally uh, breaking news in terms of what's happening during the uh, month of June uh, with Art Scroll and artscroll.com. So if you go to Nahum Siegel Network, again, it's facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network, and I'm literally going to share it on uh, my page as we begin this conversation, so you literally could go to facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network or facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel and to see our conversation as it's happening. Simple as that. Um, and I think that that, uh, that essentially covers it. You'll be able to uh, watch it and, um, and participate in that way. I'm literally just trying to share it on my page so it makes it accessible to more and more people out there and once that is done we will uh, commence with our conversation uh jm and the am and uh, big news from art scroll coming up and um again i'm just gonna say to make it as simple as possible since it doesn't look like it's shareable this moment go to facebook.com slash nahum siegel network uh for all the uh, uh goings on here this morning in our conversation with Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowicz. And with that, all that in mind, Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowicz, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you for having me. Good morning, Nachum. Good morning to your great listeners. How's everything? Baruch Hashem. Appreciate that. Everything is wonderful. I am going to start. This is a very unusual way for me to commence uh, this conversation. But uh, I'd like you to bear with me because there's a point to uh, to what I'm doing. I'd like to start with a Dvar Torah, if you don't mind. May I? Of course. This Dvar Torah was said at the uh, Siegel Shabbos table this past Shabbos. It comes from the volume that I'm holding up, and I know it's very hard for people to see because of our background. It is very hard for people to see me actually holding this up. Uh, oh, there it is. If I put myself in the background, there it is. Uh, it is the yeah. it is the volume of Chumash uh, for Sefer Bamidbar that just came out, right? This volume just came out. Am I right about that? Just came out. That completed the set. All right. So now there's all five are available. And the point of this specific Chumash is uh, it is the Chumash, the Milstein edition of the Chumash, with the teachings of the Talmud, which means there are many, 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 as you know, uh, passages from uh, Talmud Bavli and Yerushalmi, or sections, I should say, of Talmud Bavli and Yerushalmi that utilize, for obvious reasons, the passages of our Tanakh uh, to, um, uh, to discuss our heritage, our halacha, etc. So this is from Talmud Bavli and Yerushalmi, plus 
the commandments based on the Sefer HaChinuch, the mitzvot that are based on the Sefer HaChinuch. And I think once I do this Dvar Torah, once I say it on the air, uh, more people out there will know exactly what I mean. So I go to Parshas uh, Nusso, which we read in Chutz Aretz this past Shabbos. We read this in the Diaspora this past Shabbos. In Israel, of course, they're on, uh, uh, they're a couple of, uh, uh, there are a couple of they were they are they were already on Baloscha this past Shabbos, and the pasuk says a very famous pasuk Rabbi Zlotowitz. It says Yivarechacha Hashem v'Yishmerecha, and the Dvar Torah is and it says this on page ninety seven of the latest volume, uh, the uh, on Bamidbar. The Jewish calendar is based on lunar months, but since twelve lunar months add up to three hundred fifty four days, and the solar year contains three sixty five, we have to add. Uh, a month occasionally, as we know, an Ibriyar, a, uh, a leap year. Um, in earlier times, the Sanhedrin would decide when to add the extra month. First, three judges would have a meeting to discuss, wh- discuss whether it was necessary to consider proclaiming a leap year. If the majority agreed, then the deliberations added two more people and five people discussed it. And if the majority decided it was necessary to proclaim a leap year, an additional two judges were added because a quorum of seven judges is needed to proclaim a leap year. The system of beginning with three judges and adding another two and then another two was modeled after the psukim of Birchas Kohanim, which begins with a blessing that contains three words, then continues with uh, Ya'er Hashem, a blessing that contains five words, and concludes with a pasuk of Yisa Hashem, a pasuk and blessing that has seven words. Now, first of all, I must say, because I need to brag, uh, that Benjamin <laughs> Siegel at the Shabbos table knew the answer before I read it, from the safer, which was extremely satisfying to me. You know that feeling, Gedalia. That's an amazing feeling. <laughs> but the reason I bring all of this up is because this is from a Yerushalmi in Sanhedrin Perek Aleph. And I said to my children at the Shabbos table, this volume is worthwhile only for the fact that never in my life would I have come across this Yerushalmi. And now because of this new Chumash, I will be coming across many Yerushalmis and, frankly, many sections of Talmud Bavli that I've been unfamiliar with. Rabbi Zlotowitz, can I assume that this was one of the reasons that these five volumes of Chumash were created? That is definitely one of the reasons. The main reason is to show people the beauty of Torah Shabbat Peh. You know, we read a Pasuk in Chumash, we listen every week, we go to Shul, we hear the Parsha. And it seems very simple. You read a Pasuk, you look in a translation, whether it's a stone chumash or anything like that, and you say, wow, this is simple, just some words and a translation, yep. and not realizing that this is the foundation of our entire religion, our entire Torah. That these, like you just said, the hidden secrets of the number of words, the extra vav in a word, what Chazal darshaned on every single Pasuk. And this makes it come alive. You're able to put in one place, all the Gemaris that quote these verses, these Pesukim, and it's like, wow, I never realized that this Pasuk, this Parsha had so many teachings that Chazal used. And of course, the old expression, which uh, we're not going to debate now, but I'll mention, uh, the old expression in yeshiva when I went to yeshiva was many people end up learning Tanakh through the study of Talmud. Not recommending it, just mentioning that that was the expression used. But in this case, in all seriousness, many people are now learning Bavli and Yerushalmi through Tanakh. Now they're learning it through just being Mavra Sedra and looking at this new volume. 
And what happens many times, we've heard from people who use this, is they will then pull out the Gemara and go back to the source. Because here we're just, you know, giving them a paraphrase of the Gemara. They'll actually take out the Gemara and they'll look at it and it'll be something they'll remember forever. Like you say, even if someone's learning Dafyomi, we go through it so fast. Yep. You don't remember this Pasuk was related to this teaching. But as you're learning the parsha, it's so much easier to pull it out. Rabbi Zlotowicz, is this going to uh, create a boon in the sale of your Yerushalmi that came out years ago? <laughs> we hope so. <laughs> As people want to look up the actual source. Now, we're going to go... But I'll tell you, Nachum, yeah. but we are getting requests to continue this project onto Nevi'im and Ksuvim. Yeah, but you to can... Add... the same thing. It'll be fabulous. Imagine being able to learn Yeshua, Shoft, and Malachim and see the Gemaris in front of you as you're learning. It'll be great. Add me to that list. You can even use me in an ad as an approbation, if you wish, on that one. There we go. <laughs> now, t- today is really about two things, unless you, 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 you toss in a surprise or two to us. Uh, today, we have a big announcement that the entire world's going to be learning about as they uh, go to the Arts Girl website or listen to conversations like this. And then, in addition, we have an opportunity to go through some of the new publications that are out, some that we've already featured here and others that people will be discovering. I think those are our two missions today. The first mission is really important because it is a, a great piece of news for so many people out there uh, that love the work that you do. Uh, and that is that for the entire month of June, and correct me if I'm wrong on any detail, starting today, and for the entire month of June, uh, it is an across-the-board 25% off on every Art Scroll title. I'm led to believe that's every category, no matter how old or young the book or safer might be, literally in the entire Art Scroll catalog. Is that correct, Rabbi Zlotowicz? That is correct. For the first time ever, we're running a June sale. Usually our June sale is 20% off the last list price. And this year, because of what's going on, and to jumpstart the stores, the economy, um, and just the fact that people are looking to learn more and read more, we decided to raise that discount from 20% to 25%. This is available at artscroll.com. It's available in your local Jewish store, uh, bookstore. And people are very excited about it. We're excited about it. This is going to... I'm sorry. It's an opportunity to get people back into the stores. 100%. You know, we, the stores are just opening up for the first time in a long time, and this is wonderful. We encourage everyone to go out. Um, and uh, as those stores are opening, this gives everybody a unique opportunity. And this this makes all the promo codes and all the other systems obsolete for the month of June. Everybody, no matter who they are, where they are, or what they do, are eligible for this incredible discount. And for that, everybody thanks you is there a way to determine and i know a lot of this is anecdotal uh just from the position that you sit in i I know obviously we'd have to assume that sales were not the same in the last three months as your three months in 2019 for obvious reasons covid etc but it was there a way for you to gauge what because people were home had some different time i don't want to say extra time but different time and different schedules was there a way for you to gauge about interest in reading and learning did it seem to you that even though sales are what they are from Purim until Shavuos, nonetheless, uh, it, it is amazing to see how much interest there is in the Jewish world when it comes to reading and learning. But well, we've seen the interest by the fact that we have really in two ways. We've been offering weekly downloads of many of our Parsha books. Um, we've gotten a tremendous amount of requests 
from rebellion, from teachers, from parents, asking to make copies, asking to share things on Zoom or on WhatsApp. And we were happy to give that permission, but there's a tremendous amount of reading and learning going on. It's an incredible what Jews do when they are stuck at home and they have time. It's only because we're so busy that we don't read and learn as much as we should. But when you're at home and you're not traveling to work, or the kids have extra time, we are the people of the book. And it's been proven yet again, people want to read and they want to learn. And we should consider that. Not that I want to give a sermon here, but this might be an idea for the first Shabbos back in shul for those rabbis that will be giving sermons eventually. We should remember that. Communities and societies deal a certain way with the pent-up energy that they have from being secluded for months. The way we deal with it and how it manifests itself is through learning and growing in that way and, of course, reading, which I think is an important point to keep in mind. Not challenging or putting down any other societies, simply uh, talking about how proud I am and everybody is of the way we handle things when it comes to extra time. A lot of extra time to read, to learn, to explore and to, uh, and to gain a lot of knowledge. 25% off from now until the end of June on all Art Scroll publications. It could be a Shas, it could be a Safer, it could be any book across the board, old or new. You're going to save 25% off courtesy of what uh, Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowicz and his amazing staff and Art Scroll family are doing between now and uh, June the 30th. All right, um, uh, Gedalia, with your permission, can I go through some of the titles and some of the things we've really... Let's do it. There's so many exciting titles. Let's do it. Uh, First of all, you know that we spent some time last week on a couple of unique titles. One was called and is called Our Man in Jerusalem, Rabbi Nachman Seltzer. We had an amazing time with him here uh, on the air. And, uh, you know, I I was sort of ashamed. I thought I had known every personality of the era that he describes, Uh, especially somebody who works in radio. Especially Jerusalem. Especially Jerusalem. Uh, The story of Rabbi Gellis is amazing. And I I think this is a real, and I hope you're feeling this in terms of the reaction so far. This is an across-the-board read. I mean, this is something that teenagers would enjoy, uh, something that men and women, everybody, anybody who has any sense of modern Jewish history in a unique fashion would enjoy this publication. Well, Nachman Seltz, as we know, he writes, he's a novelist, and he writes them in such an exciting way. The, the stories are fantastic. They're, it, it's amazing what happened in this holy city of Yushalayim. And the way Nachman Seltzer brings it to life, it's a book you'll sit down to read on a Shabbos. You'll go through the whole thing, even though it's a pretty thick book. But that he just draws you in. You want to read the next story and the next story. It's Rabbi Gellis. It's like what Nachman Seltzer did with Incredible, with Rabbi Wallace. He just finds these people that had the most incredible things happen in their life. And my life is boring. These people's lives are so <laughs> exciting. They're always meeting the right person, the right adventure. And he just makes it come alive. I made the point to him that these are, these are really only in Jerusalem stories for a couple of reasons, and we discussed that. I hope everybody goes back and listens to the conversation if you missed it the first time around. But it really they are they are unique. These none of this stuff happens outside of a city uh, like Yerushalayim, and for real reasons, not just for the spiritual uh, uh, reasons, everybody, but for real reasons in terms of what it's like to be a Yerushalmi and to grow up in that atmosphere. And we should mention, and it was such a. I thought this was one of the coolest parts of the whole. Uh, of the whole thing that we've been doing over the last couple of months with some of the books we've explored. Uh, it was so cool to learn that it was because of Rabbi Gellis that he learned, uh, or, or no, I should say it's the opposite, right? It's because of Rabbi Sinjungreis that he learned about Rabbi Gellis. Am I getting the order correct there? 
Yeah, he went to interview Rabbi Gellis for the Rabbits and Young Grace book. Right. And he was so, and Rabbi Gellis just told him one story. And he says, that's incredible. He says, I have so many more stories like that. That Seltzer does zeros in and says, great, we're going to do a book. Well, what is that like for you when you get that call from Rabbi Seltzer? I just found a new book for you. That must be a great feeling. <laughs> Whatever Nachman Seltzer touches is really very special. With that in mind, you know? with that in mind, can you tell us about the Robinson Young Grice book? Does that does that also get twenty five percent off? Because people are buying that at full price, Kadaya. <laughs> Robinson Young Grice has taken the world by storm. She was the most incredible lady. I mean, Nachman, you knew her. Sure. And what she accomplished in her life, coming from where she came from, the Holocaust, to come to America, and to have this vision of looking at every Jew and saying, there's an interleid there, and we are going to build that up, and how the Rabbanim, Chassidish Rabbanim, Litvish Rabbanim, they all encouraged her to go, to speak in public. It was fabulous. The book already sold over 15,000 copies with the stores being closed, but people just want it. We find that when we come out with books on great women, right. They take the world by storm. People just want to read about them. That you know, these are the, the we know the women are the ones who build the Jewish home. And I think people's hearts, when they see a book like this, they say, "This is what a Jewish woman should be. Look what she could accomplish if she's focused and just wants to help every Jew." And Rabbi, really, the, the it goes. The, the, the family was incredible. Uh, Slavi, a daughter. And uh, Shlomi Gertzlin and his wife, right. the whole family was involved in every word, and they gave the greatest kavod to this wonderful woman who deserves it. Uh, no question about it. And she had a role really in building the, the modern Jewish world, uh, not only her own home. It was just a, an amazing story, and everybody out there should check it out. And now, of course, 25% off. Now, Gedalia, you know, full disclosure. Uh, if I would have brought this, I, you, you saw what the conversation at our Shabbos table was this Shabbos. I told you, you know, that's the, the brand new Milstein edition. And, you know, that's the age that my kids are at. They don't, they don't mind at all exploring that. About 15 years ago, if I would have brought this into my house, <laughs> I, I would have been the hero of that Shabbos table. Today, it may get a few eye rolls, but you could tell me that anybody with children uh, will appreciate this one. Describe what I'm holding, please, to our audience. The weekly parsha. Well, if you, I don't know if you have, if you could open it up and show them an inside page. But the illustrations are beautiful. It goes through the story of the parsha, and you know we always joke around in the office. You say that it's for children. I think there are more adults <laughs> enjoying this than children are. That's great. It's fabulous for a parent to even read through this before the beginning Shabbos and come to the Shabbos table and being able to be prepared with the stories, with the little tidbits, to open it up, to show the pictures, that our Shabbos table just comes alive with a book like this. And Rabbi Nachman Zaykan and Tova Katz are responsible for it. And now, is this is this all complete five? What's the status of this now? The status is we have Bereshis, we have Shemos, and we have Bamidbar. And next year, we'll have Ayikra and Devar. Phenomenal. So people should keep that in mind for the... 25% off. Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowicz, president of Art Scroll, is with us. It's a big day because today's the day that the world learns about the 25% sale across the board. It's never been like this. Many of you think that in the month of June, there's always been amazing specials from Art Scroll. That's true, but never like this. 25% off anything. It could be a cookbook, it could be a safer, it could be a shas, 
It could be a Mishnayis. It could be any English book, anything at all. Whatever you plan for your summer reading, we're giving you some great recommendations, by the way, today, you should know. Uh, whatever you're planning. And Nacho, if I could just mention also, for the, we obviously encourage people to go out. It's good to get out and go to the stores and shop. But those who perhaps can't get out right. and they're stuck at home and they have children at home, it's hard to shop. We are offering free shipping nice. on all orders over $49 on our website. So those who prefer to shop from home will not have to pay any shipping charges in the United States. For orders over $49. Phenomenal. By the way, just as an example, as Gedalia mentions what's happening here locally, and obviously this sale, I mean, the sales everywhere, right? No matter what city they're in in this country, they can get this sale. All for over. Us. Canada. But, and Canada. But I just want to mention that, uh, for instance, I got a notice this morning from the people on Central Avenue, the local stores on Central Avenue in Cedarhurst. They say that we're back. Central Avenue and surrounding stores are back because phase two starts tomorrow. And I know you have clients, you have retailers on that strip. Gedalia, so that's a perfect example. As they get into phase two in this area tomorrow, people could actually walk in and support their local stores by walking out with a pile of art scroll works, and they will save 25%. Whatever the bill is, they could take a 25% discount automatically as they calculate it as they uh, gather up those books and svarim. Uh, all right, you got to tell me about Rabbi Yadid. Uh, he was relatively unknown to me and a large part of this audience. Some I got to give credit to. When we announced that he was coming on, all of a sudden, every one of my Spartac listeners of every background all of a sudden contacted me, which was really cool, frankly. We even got donations, frankly, uh, here, wow. here at the network from that community because everybody you did was on, which was an amazing feeling. Um, he, I, by the way, the, the book is great, but then his resume of other accomplishments, what he's doing online, what he's doing in the Shul Shari Tzion, also incredible. What, what has the reaction been to the power of tranquility? The reaction has been what well, my reaction was when I met Rabbi Yadid for the first time. I met Rabbi Yadid. He spoke at a Torah Masora President's Conference a few years ago. A young person who took the community by storm. Wow. He's the rabbi of Shari Zion. I think close to a thousand people come through the shul every Shabbos have some sort of a learning seder in the shul. He opened a boys' school. Now I understand he's looking into opening a girls' school. This is a man who does not stop. He never looks back and says, okay, look what I accomplished. Now I can rest. He's always looking for the next thing. The community loves him. He speaks. He has hundreds and hundreds of speeches. And I encouraged him very much to do a book based on his speeches. He decided to start with the topic of tranquility. Right. And the truth is, it came out at a perfect time. It was right before Pesach. People are very nervous now. And he just has a way of giving basic Torah hashkafa over in such simple terms that fizu. really gets into the reader. I'm sure you've read parts of it. I read the whole thing. There's things, there's things to say over. There's stories. There's mashallah. There's really basic Jewish thought presented in such a perfect way, and he's moving on to, now to another volume. I see this as a whole series Phenomenal. of different lectures based on topics. He's great. And I got to tell you, after the show, uh, my staff and I, because you know we have a uh, crack research staff when it comes to Tanakh, we had a serious question about something he wrote about a Pasuk in Yirmiya, and boy, did he take it seriously. Of course, he had a brilliant answer, and uh, we were so happy to, to you know tie up all the loose ends 
when we asked them, but it was just an absolute play. You know, we, it, not, not everybody, not all the great Tamid Chachamim always react to radio people the way he did, but with the greatest respect and the greatest love, we had such a great conversation uh, about that. And, uh, and it's just a, a wonderful personality. In addition to the great work and the amazing accomplishments that you described in Brooklyn and beyond, he, he seems to be just one of the nicest people ever. So that was a, a his, wonderful experience his, for us. His smile lights up the room. He's just such a loving person. And that's really the secret to success. He loves people, and people feel that the community that he leads is very lucky to have him. 100%. Really that's what I hear from everybody. Uh, Rabbi Gedalia Zlatowicz is with us, facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network, facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network, as we approach uh, overtime here uh, based on uh, what uh, Rabbi Zlatowicz and I had planned. I hope you have the time, Gedalia, because I want to keep going, if you don't Much mind. Much time is in you. Let's go. <laughs> keep going is right. All right, I have a list here. Uh, you want to mention anything about Living in Muna? Because it, uh, according to the count, this is the, the fifth volume from Rabbi Ashir. Living in Muna, as you know, Nahum has changed people's lives. Rabbi Ashir has this knack of really taking simple concepts and piece after piece after piece is like, it's eye-opening. And <laughs> so many people say their life changed. They were nervous before, they were worried beforehand, and they read these pieces and they just calm down. I believe in Hashem. I'm in His hands. I have nothing to worry about. And that's really... All five books can be put into that one line, but yet each piece is so deep in its simplicity, it's hard to describe without using it. People have you know, daily telephone chavrusis where they call up and they'll go through one piece at a time. They read it at the Shabbos table. The Syrian community, I have to say again, just like Rabbi Yadid, Rabbi Ashir is a leader in that community. They are they're giving us the greatest gifts. These people have a knack of taking basics of Judaism and presenting it in a way that everyone could understand. Yeah. And it's an honor for us to have them as part of the Hotscrow family. Understand and appreciate. Uh, is there a special club for the uh, for those who've written at least five books for you? How does it work over there in the office, uh, Rabbi Zlotowicz? Well, we're waiting for your first book now. <laughs> Only when I get to five will you create that club? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> speaking the big club. <laughs> speaking, and I, wanna, I just want to mention, speaking about loving people, you know next week we're coming out with a very special book. I think you have a Suli Besser, Rabbi Suli Besser, my dear friend, Scheduled to come on. Yeah, boy. Um, it's this a is book on something. the biography of someone I personally was very close with, with David Trank Zatzal, who more than anyone in the world loved everyone. The title of the book is Just Love Them. That is how he lived his life. He loved his Talmudim. He loved his friends. He loved his wife. He loved his family. And he always told he, I'll tell you the story how we got to this title. Surly Bessa was interviewing someone. And he said, I was becoming a Rebbe. In one of the yeshivas, young fellow, I was very nervous because I knew I was going into a school where, you know, I might not connect with the kids as well. I came from a different background. These kids were maybe a little, you know, a little more modern or whatever it was, or they were a little bit at risk. And he said, I didn't know what to do. Rabbi Trank at the time was sick. It was in the last few months of his life. And the person, this Rebbe who got this job and was starting is going on and on about, I don't know, I might not understand them, how am I going to teach them? 
And Rabbi Trank looked like he was in a daze, like he didn't understand what they were talking about. Finally, he looks up to them and says, just love them. Just love them. And in those three words, he captured the essence of the chinuch that he gave over all the years. If you love somebody, if you love your student, if you love your Talmud, they will rise to the occasion. Rabbi Trank used to say, oh, I'll tell you just one more thing. It's in the book. Sure. He used to say, the Gemara says, speaks about how do you acquire an elephant? What are you going to do? You're going to lift up an elephant? How do you acquire an elephant? So Gemara says, you, you put it up like on stilts. In other words, it could step up onto a platform. Rabbi Trank used to say, if you want to acquire someone, lift them up. By lifting someone up, you'll acquire that person for life. And I hope that the young Rabbeim and young teachers in this audience are paying attention because anybody who's my age, they'll tell you, the only teachers in Rabbeim they really look back on fondly are the ones who loved them and the ones who demonstrated that love for them. Uh, and I told and, you... And, Nachum, and parents. And parents, Let's of be course. Honest. Parents have to lift up their children. It's very important. Yeah, I mean, you'll speak to Srili next week. It's going to be... The book is fascinating. It'll change everyone's life. One good thing about you, Lotto, it's you find people to write books who are excellent on the air as well. And I appreciate that. It's, ama <laughs> it's amazing they have both. A lot of people don't have both those skills, but we are privileged uh, to bring on people with both those skills. And I mentioned to you, um, I don't remember how many times I actually met Rabbi Trink and, um, you know, those who went to camp. Uh, you know, and, and, and we're with him. It was, it's not just the, those who were educated by him during the school year, but those who were with him in camp as well speak so highly of him. Uh, but one thing I do remember, uh, I knew so many colleagues of mine who when you asked them how they, you know, how they straightened out, Adelphia, Rabbi Trank was always the answer. And, you know, and it, right. it, it's no coincidence that so many people my age can cite, you know, the same type of stories that, you know, it was always, you know, if they ended up going through Adelphia... You know they're going to turn out all right, and sure enough, uh, that's what uh, practically almost happened every single time. Lifelines number three. Tell me about um, uh, this uh, brand new one. The Lifelines is a you know is a feature in Mishpacha magazine. I think it's every week or every other week where people write in their own personal stories, struggles they may have had in life. And there's always some sort of a lesson, something to think about it, something, a discussion to have with the family after reading it. How would we react to such a situation? Right. And this book is a collection of many of those articles that were written, the best ones, obviously. But what's unique about the book is that the author, the one who writes up these pieces, puts a postscript at the end of every story about what the follow-up was, how maybe it changed people's lives, what letters she got afterwards, or a follow-up, maybe the story was written five years ago, what ended up happening with the person in the story, the challenge they had, how did it change them? So it's a fascinating book, it's great reading, and it's a great discussion for the family. Remember, everybody, everything 25% off between now and the end of June, artscroll.com and at your retail establishment. We should mention that except for the Rabbi Trank book, I believe everything we've spoken about this morning is already available, right? Everything's out that we spoke about except for the Rabbi Trank. Yeah. Uh, tell me about Living Shabbos because this is also one of the brand new ones. It's specifically made for ages 4 through 8. It's a beautifully illustrated book, and Rabbi Sutton is uh, responsible for it. 
Um, he has uh, a book called Living Shabbos. This one, though, is specifically for the young kids. So here's another uh, star in the Syrian community. It's amazing. This is number three already. Yeah. We have a chazaka. <laughs> um, he wrote a book, Living Shabbos, and here we took the best parts of that book and we created an illustrated children's book portraying the beauty of Shabbos through the book. So I'm sure everyone's looking to get their younger children graduation presents. Ooh. This is perfect. I'm and talking about graduation presents, <laughs> you know, the, again, using this opportunity, this discount, you know, we're speaking about all the new books, but I know that there are so many people who want to have in their library, especially by mitzvah age boys, the Mishnah elucidated, uh, the Ramban, the Chumash Rashi, all the art school classics. It's just a must. And now's a great opportunity to fill your library, to give a bar mitzvah or a graduation gift. Maybe you didn't have a chance to go out. Let's not forget those bar mitzvah boys who unfortunately, right. due to the virus, did not have people there bar mitzvah. Right. Imagine a bar mitzvah boy like that getting a gift now. And thinking, wow, this person remembered me. That's incredible. It would mean a lot, that's for sure. And we should also mention that, uh, I mean, you know that, Gedalia, when it comes to us here at the network, it all has to be a cliche, and we keep talking about dads and grads. You covered the grads, but how many, pe- <laughs> how many people struggle for a really nice Father's Day gift instead of that the tie that you think he might wear? There are about a million selections at artscroll.com that someone could order for their dad right now. You want the best Father's Day gift? Go for it. I'll, give, I'll tell you the number one Father's Day gift. The iPad preloaded with our digital library. Right. Is the number one gift for a father, for a husband. People eat wherever they go. They have the entire Shatan Singh Talmud, the entire Mishnah Elucidated, Kitzur Shulchan Aruch, and so many other titles without them having to schlep Svarim. And at the same time, they could download the content on their iPhone or Galaxy, whatever they're using. The number one gift, I strongly recommend it. Uh, if, in fact, your father is a uh, or has expressed interest in becoming a, a Dafyomi dad, uh, uh, Rabbi Gedalia's uh, recommendation is a good one. Check it out. You'll see all the information at artscroll.com. Uh, can I assume that that as well, even though it's not a book, can I assume that's also discounted now? It is. Yes, it is. Okay. People now argue with me whether a digital book is actually called a book or not. Uh, and and the Unculus. I mean, I know that the uh, this was a this was a, a work when you described it to us. I know that you have amazing scholars uh, that are working constantly on a lot of great works. This one was a challenge for the scholars, correct? This was a big challenge. We know that we have a mitzvah to be mavasedja to do shnayim mikra vechetargum every week. Right. And people are doing it. And unfortunately, for most people, it's just like you're reading words that you have no idea what you're saying. And this opened up the world of Unclus. Unclus is not just a trans, an Aramaic translation of the words. There's a shot in here. There's the giving you an understanding, a deeper understanding of the meaning of the words of the Torah. And the only way to do that, and these scholars were on a, a different level that they were able to accomplish this. We already have Beresha Shemos Vayikra by Midbar. Devarim will be out in about two months. Oh, wow. And I strongly encourage people, open up the beauty of Unclus by purchasing this and just trying it. Look at it. You'll, you'll say, wow, I never realized what was involved over here. 
Uh, and good to hear, as you just said, once Dvarim starts, we're going to have the entire set already. It's the entire set of Unculus uh, available. And I'm, I'm assuming that all these things that uh, someone wants to get information about, uh, either pre-ordering the entire set, right? That's something that they could actually do. And in addition to that, you actually have a program. Because there are a lot of people who, if you walk into their house, the, the majority of their, of their Svarim shelves are art scroll publications, English, Svarim, etc. Um, with that in mind, you actually have a program that a family can sign up and literally, as something comes out, uh, be the recipients of the brand new material from Art Scroll. Well, we don't have it across the board yet, but we do uh. have it for certain of our, like Unclus, for example, we have a standing order. Many people will sign up to receive each volume as it comes out. Or, for example, people learning Dafyomi could sign up to receive every track date or every volume as it starts. about two weeks before Dafyomi starts that volume. Right. We have gotten a lot of requests from people to start some sort of a book club for people to receive every book as it comes out, like you mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good idea. That would be something, actually, now that I think <laughs> about it. Uh, all the uh, items that we discussed so far, I'll ask Rabbi Gedalia in a moment if there's more to, to speak about this morning, but all the items we discussed, of course, are on the website, artscroll.com. The big news is in many parts of the New York area, not the city itself, but in many parts of the New York area, uh, we're heading into phase two. Uh, that means if you'd walk into one of the retailers in that area or other states that are already reopening, obviously uh, you could do your browsing and your shopping, not just curbside pickup. Uh, and now until the end of June, not only can you support those stores, but you could save as you support them because Artscroll is offering 25% off of everything, 25% off of everything, new, old, safer, English book, cookbook, across the board. Uh, you get to save and take advantage between now and June the 30th. Um, anything else we should know about in terms of we are looking forward, obviously, to the, to the conversation about Rabbi Trank. I've told you that the last couple of times we've spoken. In addition, anything else we need to know, uh, Gedalia, that you want to point out? I think you really, as always, Nachum, you cover everything. You were great. I just want to point out just one thing on a personal note. My father, Ramez Ladowitz Asal's yard site, is Lamid of this month, Lamid Sivan which is the first day of Rosh Chodesh Tammuz. Right. And I think the world, not that I think we know Nachum, and you knew him well, we owe him a debt of gratitude for what Art Scroll accomplished. Now, Art Scroll changed the world and opened up the world of Torah and Tvila. So if people could remember on the first day of Rosh Chodesh Tammuz to anything they learn, learn a Mishnah, piece of Gemara, read a book, be inspired, and have in mind my father, Emeyes Ladowitz, and just thank him for giving us the gift of Art Scroll and opening up the world of Torah and Tefillah. Very good idea. For those of you who may not have a calendar in front of you, that would be late Sunday night on the 21st of June, and all day, of course, on Monday, the 22nd of June, as we remember Rabbi Mayer's Ladowitz. And we should point out that the book about his life, in addition to it being discounted, which is appreciated during this month of June, uh, we should point out, and I think I said this to you when you were actually in my studio, it's one of the best Musr Svarim uh, I have ever read, and I bet you've heard that comment a lot over the last few months. As I told you when I was in the studio, someone once put a great, yeah. actually. He said that the biography of my father is a combination 
of Mesilis Yesharim and Dale Carnegie. <laughs> exactly. I remember you saying that in such a perfect, a perfect assessment, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, we want to support our retailers nationwide. We want to support everybody who's uh, getting back to work. And, of course, we want to save, save, save. Art Scroll has uh, answered both calls by giving a 25% discount across the board on everything between now and the end of June. The dads, the grads, the bar mitzvah boys, the bat mitzvah girls, to those who, who got married and you haven't had an opportunity to get them a beautiful gift. Oh, we should mention, I saw this on your website. We should mention there are gift cards uh, available. You literally could do all that if you want to just send the bar mitzvah boy or the new couple, uh, you know, a, a, a denomination. A yeah, a gift. So that it's, it's available and they can take care of that on the site as well. It'll be emailed to them immediately. Right. So to keep that in mind as well, it's also for the right person and in the right situation, it's also a great gift. Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowicz, president of Art Scroll, I thank you very, very much. And good luck with the sale. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Thank you. A Thank pleasure. You. And everyone should be safe and be well. Amen. Uh, Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowicz, uh, president of Art Scroll, on a very special Tuesday broadcast here at JM in the AM. More coming up. Keep it here at JM in the AM.
Project Relax Israeli Edition. By the way, that's Simcha Liner. By the way, coming up on uh, JM Rewind in just five, in just ten minutes from now, uh, my conversation with Avramo Avram Fried. If you missed that, you have a chance ten minutes from now. Uh, my conversation with Avram Fried from last week. So that's coming up here on the Nahum Siegel Network. This portion of NSN programming is brought to you by our friends at A and H Abel's and Hyman Kosher Hot Dog Sausage and Deli is the world's best. Hey, you need to shop for the dads and grads. And guess what? Both dads and grads love 
kosher hot dog sausage and deli. Go to kosherdogs.net, kosherdogs.net. Enjoy a 10% discount with promo code radio. Again, that's kosherdogs.net, kosherdogs.net. 10% discount with promo code radio. Check it out and enjoy. What a day so far here at JM and the AM, I must say. wonder what we have planned for tomorrow. <laughs> oh, tomorrow, our friends from Yachad are going to check in. Our friends from Artura Stone are going to check in. Oh, boy. More and more amazing uh, people to introduce to you over these airwaves. Baruch Hashem. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Also, keep in mind that if you have not yet contributed to Fundraiser 2020, we really need your help. As we have described multiple times over the last few weeks, our five uh, general revenue streams have been reduced to basically one or two, one of them being our fundraising arm, uh, where we ask you to support our show and our network. Um, It has never been like this before. Um, since we became an independent network, and even when we were even when we were tethered to terrestrial radio, I can't remember a time that we had this type of uh, you know limited number of revenue streams. So we ask you to please, please give and give generously. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Give what you can, fjbunity.org. Also, if you just want to send in a check, um, it's uh, Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting. Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 10002. Again, Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York, New York, 10002. And we thank you. Here's Dove Halpern.
JM in the AM with, um, well, let's see, we had Dove Halpern with the Kihu Tove. And then you just heard um, Alola Fache done by Sheves Chaverim here at JM in the AM. Coming up next, it'll be um, JM Rewind. We're going to revisit my conversation from last week with uh, Avram Freed. The brand new album is entitled Project Relax with Avram Freed. That'll be next. Plus, of course, Avrami hosts a live lunch starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Make sure you're tuned in. And please don't forget to support us today. Please be part of our 2020 fundraiser, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSegal.com and the NachumSegal Network. And, of course, on the beloved NSN app. And if you want to send in a donation, it's Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 1002, and we thank you. Jam Rewind with Avram Freed is next. Avrami with a live lunch at 11 o'clock. Plenty more tomorrow on Jam and the AM between 6 and 9. Make sure to be tuned in. If you're not signed up to get our daily thread, the video that comes out every day about our programming, um, email of Rummy, af at nahumsegel.com, af at nahumsegel.com. And have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nahum Siegel reminding you remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.